Welcome to Star Trek Discovery Pod. We are star date 47634.44. I am your acting captain, also known as Ensign Clyde Haynes. And with me today uh, in the seat next to me is... Paul <laughs> Our captain's in sick bay, everyone. So, uh, so good luck. <laughs> if you haven't been able to quite figure out what's been going on, just and and why we had sixteen intros, the answer is because when you know when you have a captain who hasn't taken any holodeck simulator time, who hasn't actually been to Starfleet but just showed up one day and said, "Let me sit in the big chair." This is what you get. Um, so no, it's exciting. We're so excited to to be here with you all today. Uh, we're going to talk about two episodes. Episodes, Paul. What episodes are we talking about today? We are talking about episode seventeen, "Ghost in the Machine," uh, directed by Andrew Schmidt and written by Chad Quant, and episode eighteen, "Mindwalk," by, directed by Sung Shin and Julie and Shauna Benson. Great. So. Um, just a few reminders. Um, if you are, you know, we, we definitely want, if you're watching us live, feel free to chat along with us in the live chat. Just uh, type capital P, capital O, capital D, capital pod in the chat, and we'll take a look at your chat. Um, and in a second, we'll talk about your your initial reactions to the show. If you want us to take a look at those, just type capital H, capital F into the chat and we'll take a look at that but first paul can you remind the listeners uh how mm. to subscribe to us clyde i can <laughs> <laughs> uh hey everyone uh, uh you can subscribe to our podcast via apple spotify youtube all the links are at star trek pod.co and if you love our content uh and you would like to support us uh please consider uh, patreon for just two dollars per episode at patreon.com slash star trek pod all right, so uh, no funny quips. We got a couple people. It's the holiday season. We've watched a couple episodes of a Star Trek prodigy. Uh, so let's jump in. Paul, I think it's time. Do you think it's time? I think it, it's time. For Ghost of Machines, let's, let's, you know, let's see. <laughs> All right, Paul, what's your hot freak on Ghost of the Machines? Uh, this is the episode that I felt was obligatory for any uh, any Star Trek show. That that I'm stuck in the hol- uh, the holodeck episode, <laughs> and uh, and you know, and it's, it's a mashup of uh, of everyone's like hollow fantasies ish. Uh, I tend to not enjoy these episodes as much. No, no, and you know, it's it's one of those things where I was like, oh, this is a. Uh, this is like, oh, I'm, I'm running out of things to do this season. So, uh, but I felt that it was fine. I thought it was great. You know, I, I might be very, uh, very, uh, what you call it, lenient as I just came back from uh, vacation. So, like, I was watching, like, oh, you know, hey, you know, uh, it's nice to see all these people, you know, they're kind of like internal, what they want, right? Like, that's, that's what you're seeing. Yes. So, yeah. I got to ask. Do you have like what's the gold standard of holodeck centric episodes for Ooh, you? Gold like, is standard. there one? And feel free if you're in the chat and you, you want to share. You know, I, I'm curious. Like, what's the gold standard? Like, is there one that you're like, that's the one? So, so all the holodeck episodes that take place in uh, in Voyager, no. 
there, there isn't one holodeck episode I enjoy Voyager. Uh, but I think my favorite holodeck episode is in Deep Space Nine, and it is Paper Moon. Uh, and it is the one where Quark, I'm uh, sorry, um, Nog comes back from uh, rehab because he lost his leg in uh, the siege of uh, SR, whatever, whatever. And uh, it's a really good dramatic episode. I, I really enjoyed it. Like, you know, it, but I'm a big Nog fan. But like, you know, you, you get to see Nog deal with PTSD and, and like just see how, what's the word? Like, you see how like you go in young. Because you want to be eager and be prove yourself in the you know in, in the army or the military, and the reality of being injured and like the face of dying, all wrapped in a casino. <laughs> so so I, I I really that's one of my favorite episodes. Period. Uh, but like you know, it happens to be a holodeck episode. Majority of it takes place in a holodeck. So, I mean, for me, I'd say. You know, I look at holodeck episodes or for TOS when we think about pre holodeck, uh-huh. any episode where somebody landed on a planet that was back in time, I consider that the same thing. Uh, okay. So, like TOS, what is it like Casino Royale, like stuff sure. like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but by far, my favorite would have to be Minuet. Like, Minuet, really interesting. I, I think just the sense of like classic kind of. Uh, look, I'm also a jazz lover, so like mm-hmm. jazz, you're chatting up like this this moment. Um, I thought it was kind of cool. It was it was a I don't know. Is I like Minuet. This is one where uh, Riker falls falls in love with uh, the holodeck character. Yes, yes, absolutely. I, I think the episode's called like one zero one. It's like it's binary, right? Because it's the yes, yes, uh, yeah. That, 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 it's it's a good episode. Yeah, so I mean, I I like when I think about these, and I think about the episode "Ghost in the Machine." It definitely mm-hmm. follows that track, um, and kind of you couldn't have an a Star Trek series without one of these. Um, feels good that we got it. We got it done with in the first the first uh, season. So yeah, yeah. No. Uh, so uh, I guess we should recap the episode, right? That's what yes. that's what we do. Like you know, just so you know, normally the captain has this all laid out and guys it through along. We are winging it. So. Hey, this is a loose hang. Our, you know, look, if you listen to our podcast, you know that occasionally we do a loose hang. That means we're going to open it up. We're going to turn the cameras and the mics on and we're just going to talk about the show. It's yeah. imagine like we're all sitting around a living room. We just watched the episode. And now we're going to talk about it. That's what we're doing. You hear noises in the background. Ignore it. We're just chatting. It's good stuff. OK, uh, uh, you want to recap the episode a little bit, Paul? Sure. Let's go. We we open on uh, the uh, the what you call it the uh, the protostar shooting at the Dauntless in Morse code, trying to uh, convey to them that like there's a problem. Uh, the Dauntless, however, starts shooting at them for real, and then uh, boom, uh, they get destroyed. Ah, they're on a holodeck. They're they're, they're trying their way. <laughs> they're trying to find a way to uh, to contact. Uh, the Dauntless, and they keep you on. You know they were on the holodeck. When when did you go? Yep, I know what's happening here. Uh, I I knew it from the very beginning because you know it's not something. It's it's a it's a form in Star Trek where if you're starting mid something, 
it's not really real. It, 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 I think it really started with uh, uh, with Star Trek Two with Rafa Khan. You know, like that that was you know they were in the in the in the battle in the neutral zone. Everything goes to crap, and then oh, okay, here comes Kirk. Uh, that was a test, Sarek. You've uh, not Sarek. What's her name? Is it Sarek? What, what's uh, Chrissy Alley's name? Oh, uh, it's it, yeah. I know it begins with an S, I think, but um... it ends with a K. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, the point the point being, uh, like I, I knew from the beginning, but like you know, it's fine. It, it, and you had to know from the beginning too, because the last episode, uh, what was it? The uh, preludes ended with a cliffhanger with uh, Jane Wayne being knocked out. So it, it was just, you know, it couldn't be for real. Uh, but uh, they they fail, and Savic, thank you. Bobby. Thank you, yep. Tamika. Savic, yes, 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 Savic. Uh, Mr. Savic. They call they call her Mr. Savic. Love it. Uh, and uh, and they, uh, they're demoralized, and they go, maybe we just don't go to Starfleet. And 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 that's the end. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Clyde, you're gonna say something. I was just gonna say, and hilarity ensues. Yes, and, and so next thing they know, they're uh, they're uh, they're basically in the holodeck with all the various personal programs, and they're going through an adventure. We start we start first with uh, uh, a Sherlock Holmesy kind of mystery, trying to find some clues. We bleed into uh, it's zero's idea, zero's idea of fun. We bleed into uh, uh, Jenkins like Street Fighter Alley fight, <laughs> and then we go into a uh, uh, what you call it, a Merv sing along karaoke, uh, and then we go into like a, a pirate ship, uh, all while being mixed in with like uh, rocks, like you know. Uh, I'm I'm going to run a, uh, a, a animal hospital, uh, you know, hopes, and uh, and I think we have uh, the bartender as the diviner for uh, for Gwen. Yeah. But you know, uh, they're trying to solve the. Oh, uh, I saw something and then I didn't see it. Oh, I was just saying. I was going to say. You know, Kang says. Um... Ghost in the Machine was way too Nickelodeon to me, but the ending was a great setup for Mind Walk. And I was going to say, as you talk about these different, this mashup of holodeck yep. episodes, mm-hmm. that's the moment where it felt very Nickelodeon to me, right? Like you, you, you're mentioning the right things, like karaoke. Like it's always like if you took video games and turned them into holodeck episodes, right? It's mm-hmm. like Dance Dance Revolution and Street Fighter and. Yep you know pet hospital like all these things right pirates of the care like it like that's what it was it was kids it was like it was a very wholesome kids kind of holodeck mashup not like any barkley-esque questionable type of of holodeck experience um and so yeah it it, it, i thought that i thought that part was interesting even if i couldn't Mm -hmm. relate to it yeah, no, like uh, you gotta remember these these guys are still kids, so like you give them that space and you go like, oh, okay, uh, Dow wants to be a, a, a captain, great, whatever. Uh, but like you wind up doing this kind of like flashback Sherlock Holmes discovery of like, oh, we know what the, why this is happening, and they discover that Janeway set it all up. Dun dun dun, and he goes, why would she do that? And then you discover that like this was all a ploy by the construct 
to uh, get control of the ship. And this is the first time the construct really used its influence over Janeway. Uh, reveal, like, you know, Janeway's been influenced by the construct. And it's set up all the way in the beginning where Janeway wasn't able to access all of her memories. And so it, it plays back on that because the construct has, like, you know, corrupted her program, a bit of a bit of a program. Anyway, the construct, the construct takes control of the ship and heads it deep into Federation space. And that's where uh, uh, we end the uh, episode. Right? Am I, am I mistaken that? Yes. No, you're spot on. I think one of the things that I thought was interesting, so we talked about how Nickelodeon this is. One very interesting element is that when you look at the the construct taking over uh, kind of the, the Janeway hologram, the question is, well, why now? And the answer of, well, we were acting in accordance to his plan. That's actually really nuanced, right? Yeah, no. Like the bad guy is not always acting like the bad guy. The bad guy is only acting like the bad guy when you do something the bad guy doesn't want you to do, right? Absolutely. And so I thought, I thought that. that was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, um, totally. Also, we've got a, a couple other people love uh, Bride of Chaotica. Oh yes, uh, that that I I guess I forget Paris's like you know black and white phase. And mm-hmm. I, I do of all the Voyager stuff, I do enjoy those hologram episodes. It's just that like so Brigadoon was... type, that Irish pub that they go to all the time. Like God, this <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> Show me the Salamander <laughs> episode. <laughs> oh, and actually, to to to, to correct it, uh, you know, they they're not heading into Federation space. They head out of the neutral zone, and they mm-hmm. meet up with the Dauntless. That's that's the cliffhanger. Right. Uh, right. Um. So Chupi also says her hot freak. Uh, I I I love Mr. Murphy no shoes and the whole key club. Very Star Trek Sandrines, the club in the Killing Game, and the one in the Picard episode, the bar in Dixon Hills, DS Nine, um, and it's so on brand. I agree with you, Chupi. I think one of the things that was interesting is is just. Um, it did feel on brand, right? Yeah, it no. really did feel on brand. And it was, t- to me, if you took some of these PG, PG-13 holodecks and turned them down to G, that's what we got. Yeah, absolutely. And so yeah. when they were in the nightclub, I was like, oh, this will be interesting. I immediately thought about Dixon Hill, right? And yeah. and the Sherlock and Data Sherlock Holmes. And I absolutely. said, let's see where we go. Yeah. Uh, what I find really interesting is like, Starting at TOS, and you know, and then you have uh, uh, you have Deep Space Nine. There are already bars in there. There's there's Ten Ford and there's Corks, and then all of a sudden, uh-huh. they go like, you know what we need? We need a different bar. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I gotta imagine how how frustrating that must be for Quark. You know, because like you know, oh no, your bar is not quite good enough. I'm gonna go to Vix. <laughs> I mean, that is a really good point. It's like, how did Guinan feel, yeah. right? When you're like, hey, you know what? I, I dig your bar. You've been around for a long time. But what I really need is basically a black and white bar, right? I need a bar from a different time period where the people are a little less less real. Like, that's what I'm I'm digging. So it is very interesting that uh, that's that's what they, 
that's what like, that's what they feel like they need. No, it, 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 I I guess for Star Trek, I understand. I mean, I'm sorry for Voyager. I understand their need to create a, a bar because there's mm-hmm. no bar, there's no ten forward in Voyager, and I and I I go like, oh, I, I suppose they need some place, right? And so so I give it that, but like. Yeah, but for everybody else, the thought is, you know what? I need a place where I can go and hang out with people and meet people. But the only thing is, I need those people to not actually be real. Yeah. So no. that's um. And, and I understand, like you know, uh, that's why you probably don't like Enterprise because there's no bar. <laughs> uh, okay. Any, so I, I think for me, I thought this was an interesting episode. Like like everyone said, look, it was on brand. It was a holodeck episode. I kind of thought, okay, good. We've got one. Who doesn't love the holodeck? Um, but this felt more like a, a f- I don't want to say a filler, but a setup. Oh, right? yeah. Sure. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'll be honest, because we're doing this every couple weeks, I didn't watch this episode last week. <gasps> um, I know. I waited, and I watched it this week, and I got to be honest with you, I'm a little glad I did. Like I think watching this ep- like watching this episode and then moving right into the next mind episode, Mindwalk worked for me. Mm-hmm. I think if I had watched this just last week alone by itself in isolation, I would have been a little frustrated. Mm, interesting. It sounds like it, you... it felt too much like a bottle episode. Like a okay, sure. didn't really it didn't like you almost moved the plot, but you didn't. I guess that's what's interesting. I feel like, you know, preludes before this to Ghost in the Machine, I feel like those both like seem like, you know, contained episodes that aren't plot driven in a serialized show like this. So I, I definitely hear you. The other thing that's interesting to me is the ch- kind of Paramount's choice to release these one at, one at a time. Right? Because I, I got to be honest, like, okay, I've got kids, right? I've got a little one and a not so little yeah. one that thinks they're you mean little Ty- Tiberius and little like Dax and little Cisco. yes. <laughs> and so I think what's interesting about them is it's fascinating to watch their just the way they move, especially with media. So I'll I'll tell a a quick random pointless story is that my daughter, I'm a fifth grade daughter, she brought home this thing. Um, that she couldn't quite figure out what it was. Like, so her teacher gave her something and she brought it home and she was like, Dad, what is this? Now, I, my eyes lit up. It was a cassette tape. And I was, so I'm explaining that we used to listen to this on like music. This is how we listened to music when I was growing up. And she's immediately starts poking at it and goes, It's broken. The screen won't come on. <laughs> right? Like, I love it. I'm I looking love it. At how she, interacts with she couldn't understand the tape and how it works so she what that helps me understand is you know kids today just they interact with media in a very different way and one of the things that i notice is that they're used to consuming media much faster than we did right so when we grew up you watch tv it's like man this is my favorite show it comes on thursday nights i'm gonna watch it and then it's like yeah then i'll wait for the next one that's not how they consume TV. They consume things one after another. And so they're used to shows being released and then consuming them, binging them. That's the norm. So I wonder what it was like for children in particular to watch this episode set apart and alone and going, okay, where's the next one? Because uh, for me, watching it together, 
just made a lot of sense. It made so much more sense. Uh, watch back to back. I think that is a really interesting question. If anyone knows the answer, please let us know. <laughs> Good. All right. Let's uh, speaking of which, I think that's a great kind of segue to the next episode. Paul, tell us a little bit about Mind Walk. Well, uh, maybe we uh, maybe we do another hot freaks before that. Hey, so uh, Mind Walk, you know, uh, this is where uh, like Janeway and Dow swap swap brains. And it might just be me, but I am a sucker for a, 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 sw- a body swap episode. I'm just a sucker for it, you know? So like you're you're into the parent trap kind of you know, vice versa inner space kind of we're gonna switch brains freaky friday yeah. those are your joint that's 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 your those are your vibes for whatever it is i just really enjoy like you know uh someone playing pretending to be another person you know uh and i i feel like this delivered exactly what i wanted from a, a mind a mind swap episode it, it i felt like it moved the uh the needle for the plot. It made things complicated. It made things better. Uh, I I had a great time watching it. Interesting. Uh, I'm gonna say that to me, it just it was interesting. So watching these back to back, like as one long episode, this kind of made sense. When I separate them and think about, it, I'm like, man, like okay. <sighs> we got the holodeck episode now we got a brain swapping episode like okay like what i'm hearing clyde in your in your tone is like there aren't enough ships (laughs) i mean i i can't say that because not to give it away but at the end there are a whole bunch of ships yep yep, yep. right so if you can see me my eyes lit up and i'm pressing pause and trying to see all the different types of ship configurations so I definitely had the ships and we even got a little space battle. So I was, Mm -hmm. I was working that worked for me. Right. You even got some space walk with two people going out. So those things worked for me. It's weird. Dow trying to be Janeway was just a little, you know what I think it was. So one, let me say kudos to the writing and the production team because they squeezed a lot into 24 minutes. This is a hard, like the degree of difficulty to take some of this, the, this topic, like the mind, the mind swapping and do it in 24 minutes is really hard. It's usually hard to do it in, an, you know, in 44 minutes because this makes for a great movie because you go through the, oh, I just discovered that I'm in the wrong body and kind of going through the what's that like and getting used to the body, then convincing everybody that I'm that person. And then the whole journey of getting back. They did that literally at warp. Um, you like how I did that there? They, I, I did. It's did good. It's good. It's good. Like, you know, um, they did it at warp and wrapped it up. So I think it was a, like, it was a lot in 24 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought they were able to, to, to make it happen. Is there a, but is it, no, it just it like again. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this did feel like a great kids episode. So sure, sure. I feel like we we need like an eight year old on this show. 
Oh, that would be great. Or two eight-year-olds to just yell at us and tell us how That's wrong right. we are about so That's right. This, it's, yeah, no, I think I think that would be great. Uh, but yeah, uh, so well, let, let's do a quick recap. Okay. Uh, we start off face to face with the Dauntless. You know, the Protostar uh, kind of just does a drive-by <laughs> and then goes to warp. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then the Dauntless is chasing. By the way, yeah, is the Dauntless huge or the Protostar just a small ship? Because the Dauntless, like, is it, it is like it is massive. It, I'm going like, holy crap! Like, you know, this this is a big ship. Like, I, I have no idea how big it is, but like every time it's next to the Protostar, it feels like this Protostar is like a, a shuttlecraft. You know, that's a really interesting question. I don't know that I have an answer. I'm trying to think of like crew size, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, the Dauntless is definitely staffed by more people. Huh. Yeah. And the Protostar can be staffed by clearly five children. So yeah. I'm assuming it's a smaller ship, but no, I'm not it, sure. It, I mean, the, Dauntless, way. the head of the Dauntless is just like ginormous. Yeah, no, it, yeah. It, 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 it's anyway. So the Dauntless gives chase. Uh, the, then the Dauntless uh, starts firing at uh, what do you call it? Uh, the Protostar. Uh, the Protostar's uh, protodrive is offline. And I guess what we know is the, is the protodrive is faster than the slipstream. Like, just yes. for, because, because everyone's always worried about that. And I go, oh, that's interesting. Like, you know, I, I, we, we still don't know how it works because, like, you know, science magic. But, like, you know, but still, like, I thought that was some information that I didn't know. And the, and the nerd that I am, like, goes like, oh, look at that. Anyway, uh, the Dauntless shield, Dauntless is shooting, trying to knock out their shields to beam aboard and blah blah blah. Uh, so what? Uh, Z- I, I guess Zero has the idea of like, you know what we need to do? We need to talk to Captain Janeway without using communications. So uh, let's talk to her telepathically. But I need some. I know Dow comes up with that. But uh, Zero says like, oh, I need, a, I need, I need a boost. Someone with tele- telepathy. And since Dow is an augment, you know, with all those 23 genes, uh, 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 Zero and Dow hold hands and try to, you know, talk to Janeway. Now, uh, like a, just a little nerd quibble. Uh, <laughs> uh, they say that it's because of Dow's Organian uh, DNA that gives him the telepathic ability. And I go like, that is like, not good canon, because so, so, Organians are a uh, uh, original series uh, species, and they are non-corporeal, like uh, like super beings. That Spock has said, like you know, they are evolutionarily uh, ahead of us as much as we are the amoeba. So, like you know, I don't know where they got Organian DNA, uh, but like, I, I was like going ah. So close, you, you you went digging, but you you didn't have the context, or you chose to ignore the context. Would you have preferred they just said beta zoite? Oh uh, well, uh, I I would. You know, they they needed Organian for uh for other like plotty reasons. They could they could have just made something up. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, we already seen that like you know Vulcan is part of Dow's DNA, and they you know because of the episode where he starts like flipping through. So it it's already all there. I understand why you just want to use this uh, exact uh, 
Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so Chupi says, but Zero says before they became non-corporeal. Absolutely. It, it, and and I, I hear you. But like, you know, if you remember the episode, they they took corporeal form just to just to interface with, you know, the uh, the, the Starfleet and, and the Klingons. But that wasn't their form. And I just have a hard time that, you know, that the super DNA was, you know, on file for anyone to take. My hot take, you know, my hot freak, you know, it's just nerd quibble. But thank you for that, you know, for, for, for calling that out. Anywho's, so uh, so they uh, they swap brains and uh, and Janeway's going like, what's happening? Like, uh, who are you guys? And you know, then we cut to Dow. And Dow's going, oh crap, I'm in Janeway's body. And so we we dance around, you know, Janeway getting more information and trying to get back, and Dow trying to play admiral for a little bit, which right. super ridiculous. Like you know, like it is not. It is it is not anywhere a good attempt whatsoever. You know, it's a kid playing, you know, as an adult. Like it's like big, you know. You yeah, know. but he did okay, so I did like the movie Big. But in Big, it felt like he was trying a little bit more. But oh, it's sure. like Sure. But but that was that was a bit of a I, I, I don't wanna say What's I like Dow, so watch yourself. Like that's, it, that's it, like, and yet you didn't like his performance of a Janeway. No, I did not like his. performance. And, and why? Why didn't you like? What was Dow too much of, or too little of? It, it, yeah, that's right. Comic relief and not uh, enough straight man. Uh huh. But but would Dow ever play straight man? No, like so? <laughs> if, that being Gwen. If Gwen had done that. Hundred percent. It would have been amazing. Hundred percent. One hundred percent. I, I, I. It would have been. It would have been cool. It'd been dramatic. And you know what? They might have just solved all the problems. But you get the guy who's least likely to build it. King uh, Kern says, "Dal, uh, Dal can't say talk to me. Dal calling the Andorian officer antennas was great." Yeah. No. That, that, like you know, like that 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 mildly racist slur. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I think here, here's the thing I love about Dahl, though, right? Because uh, I have to remember this isn't for us. It's not yeah, for yeah. me. It's not for me. Is that he is a great captain for kids. Oh, 100%. Right? Like he's silly, he's goofy, just enough leadership, you know, quotient to, mm -hmm. to make it work. Um, I thought it, I thought it was work. I, th I thought it, it works, just maybe not works for me. Yeah, no, and and so and so basically, uh, they try to do a telepathic exchange again. It doesn't work, and because they deduce that because of its organian DNA, like they need a contact of some sort, and like it was the energy contact from the phasers that did it the last time, and so now there needs to be some kind of connection. So they decide to spacewalk and jump in the middle of the uh, in the middle of the warp bubble which they had merged, and and touch, and then. You know, and then they will swap brains, which, you know, for all of it, why not? Like, you know, this is a kid's show. It's it, it's far out there, but I've seen worse. Uh, so, here's the interesting thing for me about this, right? So I was thinking about this earlier. When you look at the whole conversation, and you'll get to it in a minute, when we talk about uh, being an augment, 
Mm -hmm. right so if you're watching all of the new track this included right you're watching lower decks mm -hmm. you're watching sure. card you're watching everything if you go back and you remember the strange new world episode where they talk about augment mm -hmm. like when janeway says this and they start talking about the fact that dolls an augment it all goes yep i know that like that is perfectly in line and so it does feel like there's some this play between the different series even prodigy mm -hmm. Um, I'm wondering, like, we have never seen anybody share a warp bubble and, like, spacewalk in the middle of a warp bubble. Well, we have, actually. We have. Okay. Well, I was just wondering if we'll see it again. Oh, we, like, this you, know where, you know where we've seen it? Where? On Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> Shh. Fair. Fair. It, 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 it basically in this episode like the enterprise and the sister and uh sister enterprise uh uh it, there we go <laughs> okay so for those of you who don't know um i have a love hate relationship with enterprise if, if you're new to our pod um but what you may not know is a couple years ago i I was challenged to watch Enterprise with our Patreon and our watch-alongs, which I love to do. Mm -hmm. And I did for a while, but then around season three-ish, yeah, no, I fell you. off. So yeah. I must have missed it, but uh, yeah. It's season Maybe four. I... Like yep, basically, it is. Down, down memory lane, like uh, I think uh, section 31 or proto section 31 uh, basically puts a virus in the Enterprise engine and it keeps on accelerating. And so I think it was uh, it's called the Columbia, the, the sister ship to the Enterprise, has to match velocities with the Enterprise, share warp bottles, and then Trip has to jump from one to the other. And so it's because Trip was the only one who could, like, you know, uh, stop the Enterprise without destroying everything. Yep. Choopy is one of the <laughs> biggest. Chupi's watching Enterprise it right now. Fan. That's right. She's watching the episode right now. <laughs> no, she Chupi knows. Chupi definitely knows these episodes. Yeah, no, it's a it, and you know what? It's a good episode. You know, like well, maybe, just maybe, uh our our Patreon team and our Slack channel will organize a Enterprise watch along and we can kind of go back and watch this episode. So, just basically twist, like you know, like uh clockwork orange Clyde to watch the rest of the hey I, listen i was there i i was there i was there every week watching those episodes and they got better i for me and again this is we're talking about prodigy so i'll stop but toward the fourth season when they're kind of going over and archer seems to be a little bit darker that was a little harder for me like it was just a little bit harder for me interesting but but we are talking prodigy uh, okay so so, so, and, so and, and we definitely are not going to have an enterprise podcast. That's not that's uh, okay. Not in the future. Okay. And so what happens is, uh, uh, they're going to jump and meet in the middle and touch, and they're going to change brains. Like uh, along that part, uh, like there's some like discussion about they, they you know, Janeway's going to help them, blah blah blah. And then uh, Gwen says, "Hey, you know, Dow really wants you know to join Starfleet." And Janeway says, well, he can't because he's an augment and there's rules against that. And, you know, and, and that, I, I don't know if that's the best time to say that. <laughs> and she was nicer than I just described it, but like effectively that's what she said. 
Uh, and and so like you know that's that's going to be sad, but like you know it's interesting because I'm just thinking that I wonder if that gives it away a little bit, right? What's, what's because that? in Strange New Worlds, we are all waited on with bated breath to see what's going to happen with Una, uh-huh. right? And so if we know that that's in the past and this is in the future, then does that just well, does I that mean, does that you know give it away a little bit that the, well, the resolution is is not well, going to be what we want it to be? Yeah, I mean, like it's one of those things where like Bashir is an augment and he gets you know. He got the pass, you know, and Dao is like even less, you know, culpable than Bashir. But like, you know, Star Trek has a no steroid, uh, you know, uh, policy. And I think that's that's good. Right. I, I think that's a good policy. Right. You, you don't want con. Right. Uh, so. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it might be sad for Dao, but like, you know, I, I might la- land on the no. Because I'm a cold-hearted admiral. I'm the Jericho of the group, basically. That's what it comes down to. (laughs) I mean, but how is an augment, how is Dao being an augment any different from Data, right? Yeah. I mean, Uh, Data is pure augment. (laughs) I I agree, but it's not not about uh, the one person, right? It's about the culture. You Mm. can't, you know, it'd be a problem once you're able to make tons of Datas. That, that's when you have a problem. But we had a whole in Picard, there was like a whole planet of datas. Uh, yeah, but it, it, that was kind of hidden, right? And, and the, there were Romulans like looking to, to extinct them. <laughs> yes, let's, let's make our Federation policy based on Romulan, Romulan uh, emotions. Uh, I'm, I'm just saying, like, you know, it, it's there, there is reason for it. I'm not saying it's, it's going to be fair for everyone. Uh, but like it is, it is, it is a hard thing. Like you know, as like 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 you know, here, here's here's something that we as at least me as an American has something to really like come to grapples with. Like you know, we actually prefer performance. We you know like, uh, and if the the cheating is hidden, uh, it's kind of okay. And and when if we you know, shown later, then we kind of brush off. I use, for example, Ar- Arnold Schwarzenegger. We, when he when he was at his highlight, you know, like we were all like, "Well, I'll be back," you know, blah blah blah. blah. And then, like, he got so big that after, uh, you know, after it came, comes out that he did, you know, steroids, you know, for all this time, the response was like, "Yeah, so <laughs> he's a Terminator." <laughs> And you know, and that's that's something that, like, you know, I think a lot of people like that, right? That that I don't know, I don't know if it's a prodigy discussion, but like, you know, but the idea of having people cheat, you just can't be caught cheating. But like, like if Gwen didn't say anything, and Dow just went in, maybe maybe he could have gotten through. Although to be fair, like the, the scanners, you know, said something already, right? Well, the scanner said there's something interesting to contact them, but exactly. they didn't say what. So I, I think that if, if this was a situation where Dal never found out, entered Starfleet, and then found out later, that'd be a different situation. I, right? I think you're absolutely right. I think, it, I think it's right, you know. Um, though I, I, I disagree with not letting him in. Like, I'm 
I, to no, your no. point, I think culturally, we like high performers, right? Yeah. We 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 want the stars, the people who were top of of their list, and we want to yeah. believe that they're just like us, yeah, and that they're yeah. they're not they're special, but not that special. They're just, yeah, like, I mean, so. if you look back at Schwarzenegger, you go, oh yeah, he was writing it up. You know, no one looks like He Man, like you know, like you know, right? I mean, yeah. I. I, I but I think the difference is where this gets into an interesting place is the people who fashion themselves wanting to be a bodybuilder, like it's hard to look at a body bodybuilder and assume, oh yeah, that's all natural. Like sometimes it's just hard. Like there's something there, right? I think it's different when you're saying I want to be there and you, you cheat it to get there. Sure. And I think when you, you look at, you know, in Dow's case, being in Starfleet, there's a sense of, well, everybody wants one of those coveted spots. Mm-hmm. He's there, but, you know, I should have it because I'm doing it this way and he cheated. And I don't look at it, him cheating. I look at it as oh, he, he him didn't, work- right? He didn't. Yeah, right? yeah, he didn't. It's not like he, he went and said, it. hey, I need, to, I need to do this so I can get there. It's just kind of who he is. No, like, uh, I think, once again, I'm the Deep Space Nine guy. Like, you know, the three episodes, you know, to watch are, like, uh, Dr. Bashir, I presume, is when you reveal that Bashir is, uh, uh, what you call it, uh, an augment. Uh, there's the one, I can't remember what it's called. Uh, it's the one where you have the, the, four, uh, the four augments who got messed up, and we meet them for the first time. Uh, that was the part, that was part, you know, the first one of them. And the second one in season seven was called Crystallis, where, you know, where, where the augments are back again. But, uh, like, th- they really deal with the, the discussion about, like, you know, uh, you know, performance-enhancing use. Like, you know, like how, you know, if you make a culture where this is allowed, then everyone is forced to do it. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, everyone has kidney problems and, you know... <laughs> Uh, anyway, back back to Prodigy. <laughs> uh, so uh, basically, they they do the jump. They're trying to meet in mid warp bubble, and then the Dauntless, uh, uh, what you call it, uh, tractor beams, uh, Janeway's body, Dow's brain, and they can't they can't connect. And then Janeway uh, uses her phaser to like you know stun her body, and the telepath connection is like you know resolved with that phaser shot. And I have to say, when Janeway did that, I was going like, I love Captain Janeway. That is my Janeway. <laughs> Janeway's a badass. <laughs> you know, what's interesting is when we, as we look at bringing some of these, these captains from, from, for me, what was like the area of, of like peak Trek, right? Sure. And we bring them back. I always worry about whether or not they're going to damage, tarnish, or just their alter their, their, not just reputation, their legendary status, right? Their legacy. And I think, you know, when we look at Picard, I had questions, right? Like to me, if I had never seen Picard show up anything else, you would ask me, who's the baddest captain of them all? You'd have a really hard time. (laughs) You'd have a really hard time convincing me it wasn't Picard. Right? Like like the legendary status is kind of like, it's it's just it's like for me Michael Jordan will be the, ba- the the greatest basketball player of all time. I think kids who are growing up today will say, "Well, it's LeBron." And I'm looking at you like, "There's no way you're ever going to convince me of that." Like, sure. never, ever, ever. 
unless I looked up and LeBron and Michael are playing a pickup game. And I'm like, this is a mess, right? And so I think seeing Picard, like, that was feeling. Like, this is not my captain. What they've done with Janeway is it has done nothing but extend and accentuate her legacy the the myth in in ways that have been amazing and partly not even as admiral or vice admiral Janeway, but as right. a hologram, like like that is a special kind of genius to me, right? Yeah, no, I I, I think I think Janeway, you know, admiral or hologram Janeway, they're both great. Like you know, like the the hologram is more nurturing, but vice admiral Janeway, she's rocking. Like you know, like she. she uh, she, you know, she still's got it, you know. Uh, I guess this is the person who beat the war queen. Like, you know, that, <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's still got it. Yeah. So, and, but I also wonder if being able, the fact that the characters animate it mm-hmm. makes it easier. Oh, sure, hundred percent, hundred percent. I, I imagine. So. Karn says, uh, it's hot freak. Admiral Janeway meeting Holodeck Janeway ranks among her his favorite uh, prodigy moments. Another great cliffhanger ending. That was a really great moment. Like, yeah. when when they came in and they switched back to Doll, I actually, part of me was set, like, I wanted that scene to go on longer. Oh, sure, sure. The interaction between them two, like, that was a great, it was a great moment. Yeah, no, I I, I thought, I thought, no, like it's good. It, it, like it's so good. So anyway, right. oh, right. mind walk. Yeah, Shoopy says my favorite. Yeah, Brett was amazing. So much went on. Admiral Janeway is fully in the know. Gwen knows doll can't get into Starfleet. Hollow Janeway got purged. That seems amazing. Yeah, you see, like it's a great episode. Uh, like everyone likes the body swap. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody likes the body swap. Uh, and then Kern says again, all the Trek writers' rooms are in contact. Prodigy reminding us of the Augment Band. Let us know they're not going to rewrite it for Una and Strange Worlds. I'm sure she'll be back, though. Yeah, it's it, it's, it's really interesting about uh, Strange New Worlds, too, because, like, when uh, when Pike goes to the future, right? Like, Una's still in jail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so I'm curious how that's going to change. But, you know, it, it, I, anyway regardless like you know steroids <laughs> steroids are bad kids that's right that's right uh but you know if, if someone offered me like uh like we talked about this right you know if, if you want to be like augmented a little bit would, would i you know and i had the credits to do it the latinum to do it you know people hate a cheater but they love a winner <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I absolutely would consider. I, I think I'd want to know the side effects. Sure. Right? Side the effects. The side effects matter. is awesome. <laughs> you know, Until they're chronic, not. chronic off- awesomeness. Yes. <laughs> uh, Man, anyway. you're great until. The... You got back, Clyde? You're, I'm frozen or you're frozen. I can't tell. Okay, I'm going to vamp as uh, Clyde is coming back or not. I don't know. Anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, Janeway uh, and uh, what do you call it? Dow. Uh, they get close and Janeway figures it out. She shoots Dow with her hand phaser. And uh, uh, are you back, Clyde? I am back. I am back. 
anyway uh so uh the 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 you know they uh they uh swap brains back uh and it ends with uh uh the prodigy going into like you know the restricted sector and all these ships are has surrounded uh prodigy uh and the crew is the the prodigy crew is thinking like oh it's going to be okay because Admiral Janeway knows. Cut to Admiral Janeway in the brig, you know. And so, here we go. And the next uh, episodes will be uh, a two-parter. It's called Supernova, and it will be uh, the series, the uh, season finale. So we'll see how it goes. But that's uh, that's how the episode ends. And I think that's a great way. Any kind of parting shots anything you want to wrap up with paul uh Um, let's see like i like for these two episodes i would say that i i had a good time watching them they they aren't my favorite episodes in the series but they you know they aren't uh uh they aren't uh they're good they're good like I, i i really I was watching it. And I was really impressed on how adult the structure is, and uh, and the accessibility to what I assume kids can watch. I assume the kids can watch it. Like my only concern would be like it's serialized. So how many kids like will want to go watch a serialized show that comes on once a week that mm-hmm. uh, that talks about a uh, a world that is not exactly user friendly, but, uh, uh, it, it asks them a lot and, and, and the kids, uh, you know, and the characters are a little goofy. It's, it's, it's an interesting blend. It works for me because I'm, I will consume anything track, but like, I would love to see the numbers on this to see, cause I, I suspect what's happening is like, there's just a lot of people like me watching this. I don't know if any kids watch this show. I think just adults just go like, oh, well, I'm going to watch this anyway because I watch Trek anyway. And that's where the numbers are coming in. Well, I think you're, you're, you're I mean, you're hitting me right what I was thinking. And that is, I want to know how many parents watch this with their kids, right? Because to me, this would be a great show if my children were really into Trek. Mm-hmm. This would be a great thing for them to watch, for me to watch with them. They're sure. not, so that's frustrating. Like, you must. Um, are you going to uh, return your kids and like get new ones, or because of that, or, or maybe get some augments, slice in some D- uh, Star Trek DNA? I I wish that was possible, but uh, are you no. saying your kids are not good enough, Clyde? Bad father, no, bad bad I'm... father. Listen, <laughs> it took me a while to get my daughter into Star Wars. Uh-huh. Just give me time. That's right. There it's, you go. There you go. We will, we will be watching Trek at some. That's right. Our, our um, minds are one. <laughs> yes. So no, but I think the numbers are interesting. I mean, I do think there are a lot of people like us and and listeners to this to to our podcast who watch Prodigy. I'd be curious about kind of how kids think about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Like, uh, uh, it, I, I would love to bring on a kid who watches this. Uh, any people who are on the pod, like you know, who are, who are on the live stream. If uh, if you know any kids, kids do. Yes. Oh, so Chupi so awesome. says kids do though. Other pods definitely have have par- parents that watch with kids. Oh, okay. Thanks, Chupi. Like, uh, I, I think that's that's great. I, I'm not gonna find those pods and listen to them. You know. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, well, as we, uh, I think it's probably time for us to wrap up. Uh, okay. I would say, I just want to remind everybody to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple and at Star Trek pod.co where you can find out more about our, our podcast. Um, and please remember to, um, if you want to hang out with us, you want to talk Trek, we've got a great Patreon community, like Paul mentioned earlier, for just $2 an episode. And we're getting to the last few episodes of the year here for $2 an episode. Well, you have access to our Slack channel where we talk Trek all the time. Um, yeah. So uh, come hang out with us. Paul, why don't you remind listeners uh, how they can follow us? Oh, I've never done this before. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. Shout out to Karen. Yes. And uh, our Twitter is something. It is at Star Trek Pod. At Star Trek Pod. Yeah. Uh, that 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 would track. It would trek. <laughs> <laughs> it tracks and it tracks. Now, uh, and we apologize, our captains and sick man. I apologize for this loose hang. We 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 could have done better. But we didn't. <laughs> hey, just imagine that you were trapped with us in a shuttlecraft. That's right. And that's what you got. You did get the full ship experience, but you got a little bit of a shuttlecraft experience. Like, like, not to speak for you, but I feel like this, the episode in Voyager where, like, you know, the doctor gets beamed onto the ship uh, with the Romulans who taken over the, the Prometheus and the two medical holograms are running. You're trying to take over. I feel that's you and me. I don't want to speak for you, but this is how I That's feel. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm just happy. I, look, anytime I get to hang out with our community, um, I feel it a privilege and an honor. So yeah. I'm glad I can, can talk Trek with you guys. So, yep. Okay. All everyone. right. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us on Star Trek Discovery Pod. Um, we will see you in a couple of weeks where we talk about the finale, the two part finale. Yeah. And um, yeah. Good. Well, and- Mariah, if you're listening. Yeah, and like, you know, boldly go, everyone, where no one has gone before. Live long and proper. (laughs) Okay, guys.